Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh my goodness, it is center stage. Oh, I'm so excited to be here in this hour. I'm so sorry I wasn't here for 7 to uh, 9 o'clock, but of course, with the games and all that is happening, I'm so excited. But we have a great lineup for you tonight. And of course, we're going to start with Rohan Preston, the, the lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. And if we're going to talk about center stage, we got to talk to Rohan. How you doing, sir? I'm well, thank you. Welcome, welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Here's the thing I want to talk to you about. Um, I know that there are a lot of um, unique shows that are happening, and some of the theaters are really rethinking what do we need to talk about through the words and the scenes um, and the show itself uh, on, on um, some of the stages around this state. And I'm blown away by it. I, and I started thinking about the insurrection January 6th over a year ago. What has it been now? Two years? Um, and it's really frustrating for me. But I keep wondering what starts a new storyline when it comes to writing a play um, like, you know, January 6th insurrection. Uh, many people have been writing about it in different ways, but are we going to see something on Broadway about it? Um, whether it's that or maybe it's how um, some of our leaders, political leaders are now being threatened, um, like what happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband, Sam yeah. Pelosi. You know, it's crazy. So I wonder, are those the things that are happening today that we are living this life and it needs to be put on stage? Um, and, and, and it will be. I mean, if you think um, about the big events of history, you think about like the civil rights movement, you think about, uh, you know, Roe, uh, you think mm -hmm. about World War II, World War I, um, the Depression, all of those things. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, the insurrection, uh, January 6th was uh, amazing. And I think there will be a lot a lot of um, shows um, and a lot of stories set in that backdrop, with that backdrop, you know, um, they're coming. I, I have to say, though, you know, it, it does take a, a, a longer time for a theater uh, to develop. Just the process is much longer, the writing, um, and then the, uh, the conception, the writing, and then the workshopping, because it's such a collaborative process and it requires uh, so many people uh, I, I have no doubt that there are uh, playwrights who have already written things. Uh, it's a matter of getting those things on their on their feet, you know. 
Has the pandemic um, kind of quelched the the taste um, for the artists that have been writing, the playwriters who have been bringing it forward? But has it changed how they are even working? Are they working faster? You know, they've always I've always thought of them as fast and furious writers, right? Because they have so much to say and they got to get it out of their head and heart. However, with the pandemic, things have kind of slowed down, and I'm just wondering if you're hearing more about the playwrights writing more than ever. Well, I think they are. I mean, and I think um, the pandemic is a really good example because the people learned and and created uh, new new tools, new avenues. I know um, of playwriting groups that move online, for example, where they have like a, a weekly or a monthly reading online, um, which is quite remarkable. Um, so, the, yeah, I think all of those things... Um, are afoot and and um, you know it's it's a matter uh, we, we since we're in the moment um, we don't really know how the moment is going to shake out um, sometimes you know people like to wait a second as well just to see like you know what was that and you know how 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 are we living I mean for example you you know you mentioned January sixth but um, it's, it's for some people it's in the rearview mirror, but for others, it's you know it's still happening, you know. Or so, so that's the thing. And and uh, you know, where, where does a a writer, an artist, uh, where does a songwriter, you know, where do you situate yourself in that situation, um, and how do you use it? Um, and you don't necessarily have to comment on it directly. You could just set it in the background. Um, and, 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 you know, the way like Les Mis, uh, which is going to be coming up soon, um, at, um, the Orpheum is set against the backdrop of the French revolution. Uh, but it's, you know, and, and that's sort of the culminating event, but it's a story of justice and a story of individuals, uh, trying to do right and seeking redemption. Yeah. And we may be looking at that piece from a totally different perspective because, we are hearing the rallying cry from another side that says we are going to start a civil war, you know. So these are the mm. times that, that, you know, it's, it's perfect timing for that to come forward because those of us yeah. who may be concerned about it or maybe even worried about it, losing sleep about it, you know, you realize that what we are seeing a culmination of could be things that we never, ever thought could take place again. But my mother used and to sell me, tell me all the time, Geraldine, don't ever say it'll never happen again. If we let it happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. I mean, we we are at a, a in a crucible or a critical time, and and uh, you know I read uh, a lot, and um, and sometimes I read a lot of um, uh, sort of um, what social media is saying and and what other sources are saying, and 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 I think there's a there's a you know there's an alarm um, just at the level of the rhetoric and the vitriol. And mm-hmm. and then, as you see, uh, saw recently, people acting on that uh, as well, you know? Yeah. I just don't know if, if we're really serious about it, if we really understand how close we are to doomsday. You know, and I'm not talking about biblical do- doomsday, but in the sense of this country, you know, the United States. If, if we get people that don't believe in democracy anymore, don't believe that it's worth fighting for, we are up a creek. That's kind of how I look about it. So let me stop talking about doomsday. But I also <laughs> want to talk to you. <laughs> Seriously. I know well, you had well, to... No, but it, 
and and that's I mean I, I think you're you're absolutely right you know and it's, it's interesting I argue um, what what I do in terms of and what the artists do in terms of theater is pretty critical because it's really about building citizenship right, right. and 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 so you know and and building understanding with each other um, of each other uh, and having shared experiences you know when 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 people declared war in Ukraine, it was a culture that that they resorted to as a unifying thing, and it was a culture that they're fighting for. They're fighting to pres- preserve their culture. Well, that's what the artists are doing. That's the, the, it's the work that the artists are doing. And you know, of course, you mentioned playwrights, but it's also um, dancers, and it's also you know um, um, uh, ballerinas, and and, and it's it's composers and it's painters and it's all of them. And, and that's what they're doing, creating for us a sense of who we are, giving us voice, giving us beauty, giving us aspiration, giving us all kinds of things that, that is worth, that, that is worth all the effort of our society. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, we're one of the greatest nations in history. Um, and 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 but we're also very vulnerable um, as a nation. So that is um, that is that's the thing. And I, you know, I, I like to think of it this way. Um, we are at a crucible or a crucial moment where where we have all kinds of changes happening. We have um, huge technological changes um, that you know some people feel alienated from. We have huge demographic changes um, that you know some people are afraid of. We have other types of changes afoot. So even the way we think, you know, it's like you could. Um, it used to be that we wrote um, and thought by hand and longhand, and now we write uh, and think by our, our thumbs on the on the keyboard of our phones. And and the bent over figure looking over the phone is recognizable anywhere because that's what everyone is doing. And so fundamentally consciousness itself is changing. And so when you have, when you, at a moment like this, we're very vulnerable because it, 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 there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fear and all of that could be exploited. And so you're right. We have to think of ourselves in terms of a community and, and, and what binds us together instead of what divides us. And where are we going? I, I just, I'm, I'm always devastated when I read about Ukraine. I have a hard time going back to, or, or keep accepting those articles because it breaks my heart, right? And I remember when they, they first um, were being attacked and they would go to the theaters and find refuge and they would talk about the plays and create more plays. And I'm just wondering, in our time today, you know, are we also seeing uh, more and more coming out of the souls of those who really care and want to put it on the stage? And should we put it on the stage? Who would come? Who would wouldn't come. There's so many, I mean, there used to be a time that we could really rely on those who present, because when they present, we come to make sure we take it in. And now I'm not sure that we're going to continue that. That It worries me, I have to tell you, that uh, in some of, of the United States, we may see um, the loss of so much when it comes to music and art and books and so much more. I was at um, 
Costco the other day, and I cannot mm -hmm. tell you how many books they have now, right? They have a ton of books on sale. And I keep looking, I walk down that long table and I go, my goodness, it's getting bigger and bigger, higher and higher. Now, it looks like that's great, or does it mean that we're not reading as much as we used to? Mm. Like we don't even want to relive it. We don't want to rehear any of all the things that are happening right now in our country that are really awful. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's probably both, right? I mean, um, I think there's there's a huge appetite, and 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 what you've hit on is something that's really key. And and you mentioned the South and other areas that that may you know may not have uh, that may not we may not have the same language. But well, the things that give us the same language and give us the same same experiences is the art, right? right. You know that. It, it's like we have common experience. If we if we watch um, the Grammys and or if we watch the Oscars, and every day every, all of us are talking about um, the slap, you know, it's a bad thing, right? But we're at least having the same conversation. We have a, a, a common point of reference, and and so I think um, some of what you you have alluded to is, is the fracturing that's happened and, and how we're not all on the same page. I do not even close, we, not even close. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I do believe, I mean, I think it's a, it's a process. Um, and, you know, I'm an optimist and, and sometimes a little naive about this stuff, but I do believe in sort of the redemptive power of, of the arts and the, the power to bring us all together. And, and yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, if, 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 if 60,000 people see Les Mis or a hundred thousand people see Hamilton, um, um, it's not enough. It'd be great if more people, but we are still building something and building on that. And I'm optimistic for those people. And I want more, you know, I want more to be able to experience, the work and have that conversation, uh, see great work, have a great yeah. conversation about it, and and build um, um, our citizenry, uh, a common wheel among the citizenship. Um, that that's 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 hard to say that because you know artists um, they just want to do their work and they you know the uh, it's speaking of a larger. Um, I wouldn't say failure. It's more a larger challenge that we we don't have um, the same media, for example, that everyone can look to. And so there are some people in one information um, bubble who have a reference to other things that other people in another information bubble don't have. And it's it's really quite remarkable. And and you know it's like separate worlds. And and and. I, I get that, you know, I speak to, you know, and it's always existed in the sense that young people and old people have different ways of interacting and, and with media and, and, and culture and all of that. But this is different in that, that the fracturing now is so extreme. Uh, so I, I, I hope that theater can bridge that, um, you know, help bridge that. So. I have one final question for you, and I know we are very close to <laughs> having to take a break. By the way, this is very thoughtful, and and it's very much about like like you know sort of 
the resilience that we build through the arts, right? The resilience that we build through culture um, and, and, and how citizenship is built through common understanding, common language, um, shared experiences. I mean, it's really wonderful. I mean, I know I'm speaking almost like, <laughs> it's almost like a, a kind of a civic sermon, but it's, but it's, it's really, really good and it's really, really important, you know? I'm it sorry. is important. My, my, my challenge is that many people don't believe in it anymore. And that's that last mm-hmm. question I want to talk to you about because inflation, which, you know, oh my goodness, I've been talking to everybody yeah. about this so-called inflation, um, but it blows my mind. What we need right now is, you know, a lot of joy in our lives, a lot of peace in our lives, settle ourselves, right? Yet this inflation thing is making everyone antsy and angry and um, don't, they don't know what to do with this. And then all of a sudden they say, well, I'm going to take my children to go see some really great Christmas shows this year. I know I said that about my grandchildren. I'm going to take them. Then you start looking around and you find out some tickets are $100 per child, per child, per child, per individual. And I'm blown away by that. You would think if we're going through a very difficult time as a country that they would at least stop and say, hey, we got to pull back you guys so that more people can come and see this show that aren't usually able to to see the show at this cost because it just breaks my heart. It would cost that much money. And so many children, especially, won't be able to see it. How do you feel? Oh, about I that? agree. I agree. I mean, I, um, you know, I, I have talked to some of the um, theater um, uh, sort of fiscal managers, if you will, and they're on the receiving end of all of it the same way everyone else is uh, in terms of supply chain issues, this, that, the other, um, and all their costs have gone up. It's, it's, it's an insane, insane time. Um, and I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I wish um, I, all of our, our stuff has gone up. You know, you buy a small bag of groceries. and <laughs> Oh, like one, like, one plastic bag is $65. How much? How much is yeah. that? And, Seriously. Know? Seriously, but I have to blame myself. I got to blame myself. I'm not going to the grocery stores I should be going to because, you know, they are the ones that are really trying to save money for families. No, where do I go? Lunds and Barley's is closer. And I, I finally yeah. said to myself, wait, I'm paying what for eggs? Wait a minute. Wait, Geraldine, just wait. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm, work, I'm working hard at it. I know we got to take a break, and I'm so happy that you were able to join me this long tonight. I'm just oh, thrilled absolutely. when you're on. Just thrilled. So good to hear from you, Rohan. I wanted to talk to you about sticks, but we'll save that for another time. And just know yeah. that um, we, I'm grateful that you are a part of all that we do in this country, when it, I mean, in this state, when it comes to the arts. So thank you. I, I am honored, and I, I thank you, too. And I, I throw it back at you. You know, you are an enthusiastic uh, supporter of, of this work, um, and both as a, as a, as a sort of ex- exponent, but also as an artist yourself. So I, I love that, and I thank you as well for all the great work that you're doing. By the way, I'm doing a Thanksgiving show at the Dakota. So if you are available with the family, come on down. Is it on Thanksgiving night? On Thanksgiving night, 7 p.m. Wonderful. I've, you know, I think someone's going to roll me, roll me out in the wheelbarrow because <laughs> I'm going to be full. <laughs> I know. Me and you both, darling. Me and you both. Take care of yourself, Rohan. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break, everyone. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, everyone. I know we're going to take a break in just a moment to do some weather, but I wanted to let you know that I am so grateful that you stick and stay with us. I don't know about you, but sometimes it gets hard to be grateful. So if you want to really hear a lot about what that takes, the anger of it, the happiness of it, the joy of it, then definitely join me on Sun on um, Thanksgiving night, Thursday, the 24th of November at 7 o'clock at the Dakota. Bring your family down to have dinner with us there. And I'm just telling you, I'm really looking forward to it because I have a lot to say and a whole lot to sing. So hope we'll see you there. All right, coming up next is the weather. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh my goodness, it is now 9.37 here at WCCO. Welcome back everyone to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. And this particular group... Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be able to speak with them. They're like family to me, and they're called None Above. Now, I know you guys have heard me talk about them so much over the years uh, since I've known them, and Javita works with them too, and we just love them. And they are joining us tonight to talk about all that's happening with them, and they are just being blessed beyond, and I hope you all enjoy the conversation. Hello, family. How are you? Hey! <laughs> There they all are. Okay, just go ahead and shout your names out. You go first, Cadence. Hi, I'm Cadence. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm Cadence. I'm the lead singer and bass player. Um, hi, I'm Maddie. I play keyboard and sing backup. Hi, I'm Bennett. I am uh, a guitar player and I sing backup. Hi, I'm Wisdom. I play the drums and I'm also a backup singer. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> I just want to start <laughs> screaming for the band. It's like, oh, my God. You guys are going to get there. You're going to get to the point where people are like screaming your name out. Are you expecting that? 
I, I honestly, uh, yes, and, hoping, and hoping. Yeah, I was going to say it would be amazing. Yeah, you know, when you put it out there, believe it. Seriously, believe it. Right. Because the things yeah. you think would never, ever happen to you, it's just shocking. I, I remember writing down uh, my objection or my goal in life for my first job when I landed here in 1976 in Minnesota. And I just wrote that. I mm. thought it was it sounded smart. And did you know my voice has been heard all over the world? Even last year, a song was released in England that did really well. And I'm I'm still blown away by it. Wow. So when you, I'm telling you, when you think about it, would you guys say, yes, okay, Geraldine, we're going to just believe it and act like it's around the corner. That's what I would do. Yes. Yes. We we're going to believe it. Yeah. And congratulations <laughs> on the song. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so here you have the show coming up at Crooners. I am so excited. I, I was wondering, when, okay, when are they going to be at Crooners? Thank goodness this is happening November 9th. And are you excited? And if so, I want to know what type of music you are, t- are thinking to play. Are you going to go back to the very first album or do you have new things as well? Mm, oh, what a great question. Okay, so yes, of course, we're extremely excited. Uh, oh, also, we know you recently played there, so... Um, if you're wondering, like, you know, what the vibe is like, but we're planning on playing definitely some older uh, first album stuff yeah, yeah. and oh. and also um, <laughs> newer things. We're working on an EP right now. So yeah. I think almost all the songs on our EP we're playing at Crooners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I intend to be there. I'm really hoping that I can come. Here's the thing. No Ooh. matter what the age group is in the rooms there at uh, Crooners, the three rooms that they have to offer, they are going to love you. Yeah. They are truly going to love it. And the main thing at any any place like the Dakota or Crooners is that you are authentically yourselves. That's it. That's what we're looking mm-hmm. for, people that are real. And we can relate to that because we are real. You know what I mean? So, Maddie, I know that yeah. you have really sparked it, honey. You have really grown um, tremendously since I met you. I mean, you're looking like this fashionista on stage. You know, it's like she's a fashion guru. You know, you got heels on I would never, ever put on. And then I look at Bennett. Bennett, you've grown so much. And I'm curious to know from Maddie and Bennett, how do you feel about where you are now when it comes to your music? I really enjoy it. Um, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of performing yet. I feel like I'll get there. Um, but I really enjoy writing and creating. Um, and I love where we are now with that. It feels like we're really pulling in a lot of um, like things that we each individually like and making them work. And so the songs we're producing, everybody enjoys, like genuinely enjoys playing. So, yeah. That's that's the stuff. That's it right there. That's the, That's what makes the salad work. Okay, how about you, Bennett? Yeah, I'm really liking the direction of our music. Uh, for a while... You know, I kind of made music because it seems like that was the thing to do when you're in a band. But now I feel like I'm making music because it's what's on my mind. And the music that I make is like what's on my heart. And I like the outcome. You know, I like the process. And I like the final project. You know, these songs on this new EP, they're like, they're from the heart. Like I've contributed lyrics to them. I've brainstormed. You know, I've sat in my room at night and I've just like played out with little riffs I could do to just liven the song up. I really feel like they're they're like spawned from me as a person rather than the idea of creating music because you're a musician. 
Right. So now your heart is, is talking. That, see, that's what it is. It's talking to you. It's telling you, yeah, go for it. And of course, wisdom, I have to ask you, because I believe that you are the, the, the anchor here. Um, you know, you've been so quiet for so many years and you have now just opened up. I mean, every time I watch a video, like that song, Appreciate, oh, oh my God, that song is smoking. <laughs> is it number one yet? Is it on the Billboard charts yet? And if not, why? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what yeah, do you say, just, wisdom? Um, <laughs> I just, um, I really, for the for the past few years, it's been a really uh, interesting journey for myself when it comes to how I just um, open my mouth and when I speak. Um, most of it just deals with a lot of like you know insecurity, um, and I'm kind of you know getting getting a lot better with that. And I think now um, I'm starting to really kind of grow into who I am now. And that's starting to show as well in my vocals, I think. I think not just your vocals, but your playing. You have always played from your heart. I've always, from the moment I met you guys, I always said wisdom is doing it from the heart. It's just in his eyes, it's in your soul, and it's beautiful. And now I can see it in every one of you. And I'm just curious to know, how are you preparing as you are moving forward? You're going to be in Nashville. When is that cadence? Yes, we're going to be in Nashville. Uh, we're, we're playing at Cabana Taps on the 15th and 16th um, of November, and we have a showcase on the 17th. And awesome. so our preparing for that is basically we, well, we practice every day for a couple of hours, um, and we really just we, we, we run the set, but at first we have to take the time to sort of, you know, mold the show that we think is going to, you know, serve the audience best. And so we take some time before each practice to kind of just check in, like, you know, what song is, you know, should come after this one, you know, and how do we, like, make that impact just pow. So, but, yeah, it's just a lot of rehearsing, a lot of um, performance work and whatnot. It's really, really, really fun. When it's uh, when your your heart is involved in it, you guys get excited, of course, exactly. you're ready to do it. Uh, at the same time, how do you prepare for the arrival when you are to walk on that stage in Nashville, which is, you know, a stage, the, any stage in Nashville is just powerful, right? You never know who's going to be yeah. in the audience, even in just small, tiny bars. You just never know who's in that room. And all of a sudden you start getting calls and people start coming over saying, we really need to talk to you, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm just curious to know how you guys are preparing for that. Even if it doesn't happen, expect it to. Well, that's a really, really well, um, that's a wonderful question. You know, a lot of times for me, when new things happen uh, in music, the preparation, it kind of just feels like happens as I'm experiencing it. So our dad has always sort of talked to us about um, the work it's going to take to do and be our best. And, you know, we can always improve and we're still getting there. Um, of course, but really the preparation just comes like, it's, it's kind of lifelong, really. I, I don't intentionally prepare. I don't believe, I think I just prepare as I'm living and working in music and performing. And do you feel the same? Is that, that was uh cadence, right? Cause you know, cadence and that Maddie was, yeah, sound I'm alike. Kidding. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and then Maddie, <laughs> do you agree with that? Um, I think that's true for some people like, my brain processes differently. So I would say that I also don't prepare, but it's not because I feel like I'm being prepared. I just, I, I things happen to me. Like I'm, I'm watching it happen. Then I process afterwards. So things will start. I'll walk on stage through the show and it's like, wow, I was really nervous before the show, but I didn't feel nervous. I 
just realized that I was afterwards. Like, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Just think of everybody in the audience as naked. You know, that's what happened for me. I, I, seriously, <laughs> oh I, I literally did that. Someone could, said, suggested it to me and said, Geraldine, you get so nervous. Just look at the audience and imagine every one of them naked. And all of a sudden, it, it went away. It just went away. Thank God, because I don't want to see people naked in the audience, right? So... <laughs> Just saying, right? Just saying. So you guys yeah. may be there and I, you know, I can imagine what it would be like if so, if someone came to you, some big name and said, hey, we want you guys to stay for a year and start recording here and let's introduce yeah. you to everybody. I mean, are you going to say yes right away? What you do know, you say, Wisdom? I'll say, I'll say, oh, that sounds, you know, that sounds really fun. Talk to my management. Exactly. Talk to my management. Don't talk to me about it. Right. But what um, if they do yeah. want to know how you feel about it? In other words, these are the things, you, you know, that you know already to be prepared for, but it's not easy to prepare for it. Yeah. You know, when I, when yeah. I met Stevie Wonder's manager, I freaked out. I just want you to know. I just didn't. I was shaking. Um, you know, he was going to introduce me to Stevie Wonder, and I think I was shaking too much, and I spent time talking to him. So I just want you to know you oh, guys God. have everything that it takes. You really do to make it huge. I mean, I'm expecting to see you at number one. I'm just looking forward to it. So when you get to Nashville, just think about that and know that you are loved and that you have what it takes. God has already instilled everything you need. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Do you have any final thoughts? (laughs) Well, first of all, bless you. Thank you so much. Um, And I want, uh, I guess my final thoughts are that we well, one, our EP is coming out very, very, very soon. So please keep a lookout for that, everybody. Um, um, and if you if you happen to be in Nashville on the 15th and 16th of November, come and see us at Cabana Um Matt, do you have any last words? Yes. My birthday is the 15th of November. We're performing. <laughs> I spend my birthday in Nashville. <laughs> We're performing. So That's awesome I, I birthday. Very nice birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then yeah. also... Don't forget, everybody, to please watch episode three of Bob's World coming out November 4th. That is our brother's animated cartoon series that he put on YouTube, uh, Bob's World at Wizzy MMD 70. So watch that. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful. I love you all so much. Tell your parents I said hello. And just know you've got what it takes. You've got what it takes. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great evening. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye, you guys. <laughs> that is none above. If you don't know how they or who they are, all you got to do is go to their website. Uh, none above. You can find videos of them. Please go in and see them at uh, Crooners on November 9th, and you'll know exactly why I feel this way about them. All right, everyone, we got to take a break. And Philip Brunel and, and Vocal Essence is joining me next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. And oh my gosh, it is time for Philip Brunel of Vocal Essence. And guess what is happening? Welcome. How are you, sir? My dear, I am just fine. Thank you. Nice to hear your voice. It's great to hear yours too, Philip. Okay, so an event 800 years in the making. Tell us more. Well, there are a number of boy choirs in the world, but I can tell you that this choir from Spain, Montserrat, is absolutely at the top of the list. It's taken me eight years to make it happen, but they are coming here to Minneapolis November 11th for a concert at the Basilica, and believe me, the sound of these boys, 40 boys, age 7 to 13, it's fantastic. It would just melt everyone's mind. It's so, it's so beautiful. It is quite remarkable when I started reading about the Montserrat and, and how long it's been around. It's really just incredible. How in the world do you prepare for bringing them here? Do they travel all over the world? Well, they do, but they have never been to the Midwest. And when I heard about them eight years ago, I said, okay, we got to bring them to Minneapolis now. And it just took, well, there was COVID and other things, but finally we made it work. So they're coming here on Friday night. They're also going to be doing a concert up at St. John's Abbey in Collegeville. And they're going to be doing a concert in Pennsylvania, but that's it three stops, and I'm just thrilled that we finally have made it happen. I'm so excited about it, and this is uh, great because we we see that the prices are reasonable, uh, more reasonable than I expected, so we appreciate that. Tickets are $25 and $45, and they are available right now online. What website should people go to to get these tickets? If they just go to Vocal Essence. V-O-C-A-L-E-S-S-E-N-C-E dot O-R-G. They can find the tickets. If they have any questions, call the office, 612-547-1451, and those questions can be answered. Believe me, it's just an amazing choir. I'm so thrilled that this has finally happened. I was in uh, Spain three weeks ago and heard them, and it was like, oh, yes, yes. We're going to do it. Well, it's one of the oldest um, out of Europe, and I'm excited that they're coming here. I I just want to know, are you going to be conducting as well? Well, they have their own conductor, but there might be a little surprise (laughs) in the works. That's all I'll tell you. That's all you're going to tell me? That's not fair. Not fair at all. But I'm I'm so excited. I'm going to do my best. I know that is what we do. I know. And I cannot wait to see this. I really want to be in the audience, you know, in the room where it happens. I think people are just going to be blown away by their vocals. Okay, tell me if there's anything else you want people to know. I just want them to know that they shouldn't miss it because I don't know when, if ever, these 40 boys will be coming back to the Twin Cities. It's absolutely a one-time special treat for everyone. Yeah, but knowing you, I think it's going to happen. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, love thanks, you so much. Calling. All right, take, take care. care. Okay.
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking and staying. Coming up next is the Mom and Michael Hour. Yes, he's here. (laughs) (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 